Welcome to Simulator Review, helping you find quality flight simulation with the world's most comprehensive listings and reviews of simulators. A warm welcome to this episode of our podcast for the flight simulation community. My name is Alexis, and in this podcast, I'm joined by not two, but three of my colleagues from SimulatorReview.com. Andrew. Hello there. Elliot. Hi. And a new voice for today's podcast, Gavin. Hello. Gavin is part of our team and one of our expert reviewers at SimulatorReview.com. Another simulator enthusiast like myself, he has many hundreds of hours experience on fixed-based simulators, mainly in the UK, and mostly on the 737NG, so we're pleased to have him on board. After living in the UK for many years, Gavin has moved for his day job of a language teacher and has become our man in the UAE. Welcome to our regular listeners of our podcast. We are pleased to have you back. And for anyone new to our podcast, then we are pleased you found us and you're in the right place for the top podcast on simulator venues and getting the most from your simulator experiences. We hope you stick around and we do recommend episodes one and two for a great introduction to us and our website simulatorreview.com. This episode, we will be again looking at another of our blue pin feature reviews for a simulator which we have visited. We have done a few episodes dedicated to our featured review venues, so do have a listen to episodes 4, 6, 8, 10, 12 and 14 for those. In this episode, we'll be looking at Dream Aero in Dubai in the UAE. As well as chatting about the review itself, which you can read on our site, we want to give you some background of our review and discussion about what we thought the venue was like. As it is the holiday break at the moment, between Christmas and New Year, there is no sim news this week. Never fear though, sim news will be back in our next podcast in two weeks' time, bringing you 2021 news in the new year. So do come back for that in podcast 17. In this episode, the main topic of discussion is one of our blue pin featured reviews, and we've chosen Dream Aero in Dubai in the UAE. As you know from some of our previous podcasts, these feature reviews are our top category where we have been to the venue and done a thorough in-person review to really bring you all the detail about what the venue offers and what the simulator is really like. As Gavin and I went to the simulator a few months ago, it's time for somebody else to take the podcast left-hand seat, and this time it's Elliot's turn. So, Elliot, over to you. Thanks, Alexis. Just squeeze into the seats. Yep, nice and comfy there. Got to say thanks to you and Andrew for that. Very good. So we're looking at Dream Error in Dubai, which uh, Alexis and Gavin visited earlier uh, last year. So let's start off. Um, why did you want to visit Dream Error in Dubai? And uh, what was it particularly that interested you about the simulator there? Well, firstly, the the situation of where it is, uh, been in one of the shopping centres or malls in Dubai in the Festival City area. Um, it's a little bit of an unusual spot to find a, a flight simulator. Um, obviously, it's a good model for them as they, they may get the footfall from passers-by in the shopping centre to, to stop by and have a look. So just to have a have a look and review of this sim was, was something that was going to be quite interesting for us. Yeah, I think the other thing that really interested us as well is it's unusually it's a full motion simulator and there aren't too many of those. And 
that always attracts our attention and makes us a bit more interested in trying to go and uh, have a look and see what it's like. So I think both the location and uh, what was on offer were both of interest to us. Yeah, that's right. We don't see many two full motion simulators for uh, the enthusiast market. It's usually reserved for professional airline pilot training. So, yeah, you're right. That was good. So let's think about the simulator itself. It's a 737 next generation. What were the good things about the simulator? What were your sort of initial impressions as you walked in? Yeah, it was really impressive, actually. So unusually, as Gavin said, it's in the middle of a shopping centre and also it's uh, in one of the crossways there, right in the middle there, fully on display. So the first impressions of the simulator is you see the full motion simulator on the hydraulic uh, legs, you know, really impressive simulator. In terms of the functionality of the simulator, um, it's actually very good. It's certainly one of the best ones we've seen. Uh, Pretty much everything is fully functional apart from... Uh, circuit breakers really in terms of the visuals wraparound visuals 220 degrees uh, really good views and um, it's it's certainly uh, one of the better ones we've we've seen we had a good chance to try the simulator as well there were certainly some really good impressions that i got from it in terms of the conditions that you could produce in there the turbulence which is always a great thing to do in a full motion simulator because you really feel that the visuals weren't collimated at the moment, but we don't usually see that on really high-end commercial, unless you're on a really high-end commercial simulator, unfortunately. And there's also some pre-recorded ATC in the, playing in the background, which uh, adds to the immersion factor as well. Uh, since your visit as well, Alexis, you heard from uh, the manager of the venue, and they've made some changes and some adaptations. Yeah, there were one or two things we spotted when we were there, just in terms of the flight controls. Um, so I, I thought that the rudder pedals were slightly looser than they ought to be, and the, the yoke was a bit too sensitive. But to be absolutely fair to them when we were there, uh, when we flew around, both Anastasia, the manager, and, and the instructor we had uh, acknowledged those things, and they also said they were having some work and improvement work done on that and in addition to that i think they were also looking to improve the visual system as well to really start improving it so i think it's already of a good standard and they've already said they are looking to improve some of those issues as well so um, we certainly at some point will go back again and see what they have improved and and try and uh, report that back as well great so We've talked about the simulator. What about the first impressions when you arrived at the venue and how did you feel about the surroundings and the settings? So it's in uh, the main atrium area of, as I said before, one of the main shopping centres within Dubai. And as Alexis had already touched on, that you get that grandeur effect whenever you walk down straight to the, the simulator itself. You've got the full motion uh, simulator right there in front of you. The welcome that we got was was very, very good, very welcoming from Anastasia and our instructor as well. The spectator space that was available, there was a sofa and a TV where you could watch uh, what was going on in the, in the the on the flight deck itself. Um, you could have up to two guests, I believe, in with the, in with the experience. And I um, assume and the I, limitation with that was because it's full motion, there's only two jump seats as opposed to a business imposed limit. Yeah. So it was basically just due to the space restrictions of the full motion simulator. I suppose you wouldn't be able to model the cabin element that you would get in some of the other simulators. So not that it's a, anything that takes away from that simulator. It's just it's just different and 
be in full motion uh, certainly is an added benefit for the person enjoying the experience. Great. And Alexis, uh, just thinking more generally about the, the business and the functionality of uh, Dreamer in Dubai, what's the, the booking process like? How do they like to gain their custom? What's the website like, the contact facilities, etc.? I thought they were of uh, relatively good quality, actually. The website itself is um, quite usable and you can book through there. They also rely heavily on passing traffic as well because of their location. So a large proportion of the bookings they're getting are from people who are passing, but also they have a large portion of their bookings which are taken by professionals, basically, who are in training or or flying for some of the airlines that are based in and around the UAE who come and use the simulator for uh, additional training. And that's always a really positive thing for us because, frankly, if professionals are coming there to use it and think it's real enough for them, it certainly should be real enough for the the usual you know, simulator enthusiasts like myself or like Gavin. And did they mention anything about uh, the reliability of the sim or how their sessions are constructed? So part of their booking process was that they, they booked slot after slot. Uh, there was perhaps minimal buffer space between so in terms of reliability of the sim if it had gone tech they may have had a situation on their hands it's quite a reliable simulator then from what we get but it is yeah if they're able to manage that style of booking it's obviously got a very very good uptime well that's certainly something we like to see in the reviews and we do ask about isn't it there's uh, some of the venues we've been to leave a good gap in between each session just to allow one to run over, not have to cut somebody off halfway through a landing, or if a reset or location moves required, just does give them that bit of time. So that's interesting to hear that. What about big question for us is value for money. So we strive for high quality realism, and we also strive for value for money. So what what did you think, Alexis? Uh, the prices that they charge? I thought the prices were perhaps. Slightly on the high side if you compared it to a normal fixed-based simulator, but then again, you are getting a much better experience because you're in a full motion. They also had a number of discount schemes which were available for local resident card holders uh, of various forms. So there were there were possibilities to get cheaper bookings than just the kind of the, the rack rate that, that was on display. I think one of the things I noted as well in terms of the venue is... We obviously like to see briefing rooms and things like that, ideally, but um, because of how it's arranged, because the it's all kind of open plan within the space of the, the shopping mall, you have a couple of sofas there and, and the TV, which is a live feed from the simulator. So there aren't any separate briefing rooms, unfortunately, although there is plenty of space within their kind of roped off area to do those briefings. And I think the other thing I wanted to highlight as well, certainly in terms of welcoming us and spending some time with us and explaining what the simulator was like and the business was uh, how it worked before we even went to the sim the manager there was uh, more than generous with her time and very easy to uh, to deal with and to she was you know responsive when we were contacting her so if that's a reflection of how they treat their customers really that's always a very good sign i think that's that's really good to hear uh, about how the business is conducting itself in terms of the people. So on the other end of the spectrum, what about the instruction and the people you sat with inside the simulator? What were the instructors like? So the instructor himself was uh, very professional and uh, worked for one of the airlines uh, locally in Dubai. And everything that he was doing was he was he was firm whilst in, whilst instructing and going through some of the control elements of the of the 737. Um, and in terms of if you had a question, he was very open and 
giving us loads of information about the simulator and how certain aspects of this work and how it can vary from a fixed base simulator. So overall, very, very warm and friendly, very much like Anastasia, the manager, but who we dealt with also. So yeah, I was very, I was very impressed with the way he dealt with Alexis and myself. What are your thoughts, Alexis? Because we like seeing actual airline pilots run these sessions, don't we? Again, I keep saying it, we look for realism everywhere we go. It's always great to see an actual airline pilot uh, imparting their knowledge and their SOPs. Do you concur with that view? Yeah, I, I do. And I think both in terms of the instructor we had and I think in terms of the number of the other instructors they have, they are using primarily current airline pilots or certainly people who are close to finishing their training. So you are getting somebody who is probably familiar and does fly the actual aircraft in real life as well. I thought the instruction was of of a really good quality, actually. So the key question that we like to ask is, uh, Gavin, we'll go to you first. Uh, Gavin, if you were going to spend your own money on a simulator session, would you return to this venue? I definitely would go back. Obviously, living in the UAE, um, as Alexis mentioned on earlier, the, the, the value for money, if you were to convert it back to pounds and stuff, it does seem a little bit on the more expensive side. But when you're here in the UAE, when you're earning dirhams, it is at a reasonable uh, price point for a lot of expats and a lot of people that would generally be involved in in aviation. Um, So it'd be something I would definitely be willing to spend my own money on um, as it by far exceeded my expectations of of what I had thought of before I went there. So it was a very, very good experience from my side. And you, Alexis, as an international visitor, if you were having another trip down to Dubai, would you spend your time and money in this venue? Uh, Yes, I think I would, actually. Um, I think both the simulator... He's of a really good quality. Full motion we don't see very often, and that really shines in the kind of experience you get uh, and the immersion. And I think in terms of the overall feeling about the venue, you know, the service, the instruction, and all those kind of things, all of those things are really good quality as well. Uh, As I said earlier, there are a few little niggles that we found when we were there back in uh, a couple of months ago about the simulator, but say they were acknowledged those things and said they were you know, looking at improving all the time, which, uh, you know, they they may well have done so by now. So um, I certainly would spend my money and go again, I think, if I was uh, going to Dubai again. Fantastic. It's great when we get the feedback uh, from the venue as well, saying that they've listened to what we've said and uh, instigated some improvements. That's uh, that's really nice. Okay, then, so before uh, we release Gavin back to his outpost duties, are there any other simulators in Dubai while we're touching upon it, that people could visit and uh, potentially on our radar for future visits? Yeah, there, there definitely is. There's actually quite a few in the, in the local area and one of the neighbouring Emirates. Um, so we've got Pier 7, which is in Sharjah, so it's just next door to Dubai. They have an A320 simulator and a 737NG simulator in there. There's also PPS, which is just off the Sheikh Zayed Road in between the, the Dubai Palm and Jebel Ali. Um, and they've got an A320 simulator, 172, and a helicopter simulator as well. And then also, again, the same area, you've got TFT Aero Dubai, uh, which is in the Dubai Marina. And they've got a 737NG. And I also believe there's a blue pin review about the Emirates A380 um, simulator that there is in Dubai Mall, um, which can be read on the simulator review website as well. Great. Thanks for that, Gavin. Uh, So that's fantastic. Another full motion simulator added to our site uh, as one of our featured venues. And it sounds like it's well worth a visit if you live nearby or are visiting the region. Thanks very much to Gavin and Alexis for that. And uh, with that, I'll hand back control to Alexis. You have control. 
Thank you. I have control. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if you've got some particular views about uh, whether Elliot or Andrew are better in the podcast left-hand seat. Do let us know. We're always keen to respond to our listeners' feedback. Yeah, interesting uh, discussion there about one of our Blue Pin feature review venues. So we'll certainly be doing more of those in the future and probably a few more about uh, some of those simulators that Gavin mentioned in the UAE. So do listen out for that. So there you go, uh, chat about Dream Aero in Dubai, a very interesting full motion 737 simulator and venue. Do have a look at the review on our site as well. There are some photos that we took when Gavin and I visited so you can see what it's like. If you've been to Dream Aero, do let us know what you think. You can add your comments to the review on our site, simulatorreview.com. We'd love to hear what you thought and whether you enjoyed your experience. Also, if there are any other simulator venues you are interested in us reviewing, do let us know. In our next episode, we will have a look at another of the subjects covered by our articles on our site, and we'll be going into a bit more background and detail behind the article. I hope you'll join us again for that in two weeks' time. In the meantime, please do subscribe to our podcast. We're available on all the major podcast services, and please leave us a star rating and review. Until next episode, it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from Andrew. Goodbye. It's goodbye from Elliot. Goodbye. And last but not least, it's goodbye from Gavin. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Simulator Review Podcast. We would love your feedback, so please do comment and rate us. Please follow, share, like, and subscribe on all our social media channels, where you can see regular updates on new simulator listings and reviews, as well as our latest articles. Until next time, happy swimming.